Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. All right, well, there's so much I can talk about for what Florida is known for, but I'm just going to narrow it down to just a few. Well, number one, let's definitely talk about tourism. Florida is definitely a state on, on most people's list of places to visit. Uh, there are actually people that will come visit every year or even a couple of times a year, or some people even stay for half the year uh, just for a six month long visit or more. <laughs> so, uh, there's lots of things to do, places to go, things to see uh, for people of all ages. So there's places that are great for families that have smaller children or teenagers, uh, great places to visit for college buddies that are coming for a a fun getaway. Now, uh, there's a lot of great colleges in Florida as well. So if you're not already a student here, um, you may end up shoot, you might even decide switching schools once you come to Florida. That's how awesome it is. Um, there's a lot of um, areas where tourism is, is bigger than others, of course. So you have plenty of options to choose from whether you want to go to an area that is well known for tourist uh, if you want to be in the crowd or you can find little little secret getaway places that's a little further away from the big crowd a little quiet and more quiet and quaint um, however you'll be able to find a, a great place to say you just make sure you do the research for um, the different areas the kind of vibe that you're looking for uh, there's places right along the beach of course there's condos four days in, in the state of Florida um, or if you want to rent a beach house or bed and breakfasts, whatever whatever you feel you'll be able to find in Florida because this is a great place this, this state definitely accommodates as many people as we can because we want to make sure people are comfortable when they do visit of course um, now there's also leading me to number two is the beaches a lot of people know how beautiful the beaches are out in Florida and you really just can't get away from it too because it's a peninsula so you are surrounded by the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean uh, so wherever you go in Florida you are going to get to the beach one way or another uh, of course a lot of people are very familiar with the sugary white sands and the beautiful emerald green waters I mean it feels kind of feels like um, you know, it's the Bahamas, but still within the United States and you don't have to really leave the country or um, take a cruise out somewhere to, to be able to enjoy uh, relaxing days out on the beach uh, because it really is beautiful, especially up here in the Panhandle. Um, a lot of the local people may, might not even realize the advantage that they have living so close to the beach, but then there's also those out there that are on the beach daily and just make it a daily part of their lives, especially the people that come here to retire course they worked hard for it to be able to just watch the sunrise every morning and watch the sunset um, so just whether you are a beach person or not I'm sure you're gonna want to make sure you experience time out on the beautiful Florida beaches and that also leads me to number three Florida is also known as the sunshine state so there's lots of sunshine all year round that includes winter time and during hurricane season yes we're known for Florida uh, but Florida is known for the hurricanes as well uh, that's actually a big concern for most most people that are not familiar um, with experiencing hurricane season but it's really not as bad as a lot of people may think again you just have to prepare for hurricanes if you um, happen to have to be in the area or if you live in Florida during hurricane season um, you just either have to be prepared to bunker down or be prepared to evacuate 
Um, now the hurricane season, it's from, uh, I believe it's June 1st through November 30th. Uh, but even throughout that time frame, we still have lots of sunshine. And again, like I mentioned, uh, there's also lots of sunshine in the winter season. Um, it's not as cold, uh, of course, as it is up north during winter time. We do have chillier days uh, where it might drop down to the 20s, but that's just brief, maybe a couple of days at a time. But it's not like an entire winter season where uh, we have to break out our big coats and our knit hats and gloves or anything like that. Uh, so there's still a lot of people that come to visit even during the winter and enjoy the beaches even in uh, November, December, January time frame. Number four, of course, there's Disney World. Everyone knows about Disney World and beautiful Magic Kingdom and Mickey and Minnie and the crew. Uh, Disney World is a great place to visit um, for all occasions, whether if it's for a birthday or a vacation, anniversary, uh, family reunion. There's just different times of the year that you can just plan a trip to Disney World. I mean, it's just all year round fun. Um, there's also just, if it's your birthday, it just doesn't even matter how old you're, you're gonna turn, whether you're turning five, 16, 21, or 50, it's still gonna be magical. <laughs> there's just no getting away from that. Um, which also leads me to number five, you cannot go to visit Disney area and not see Universal Studios. Take a visit there. Um, of course, there's movie themed rides out there. Um, I personally have only been there one time. That was, I believe, my senior year. It was a senior trip out to Universal Studios. So we kind of stayed there overnight where they shut the park down for these students. Um, so that was tons and tons of fun. Um, so definitely in the Orlando, if you're in the Orlando area, you want to check out Disney and Universal Studios. Everybody knows um, those are the most popular uh, theme parks in Florida. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's actually another place to visit in the Orlando area, which is number six, SeaWorld. There is a bunch of rides and animal attractions at SeaWorld, very fun place to go. Um, you can see beluga whales, orcas, dolphins, flamingos, penguins, sharks, and so much more. Um, so if you are an animal lover, you definitely would want to check out SeaWorld. Um, there just happens to be lots of places to visit in Orlando. So if you like to go to theme parks or see lots of animals on a regular basis, that would probably be a great place to relocate. Uh, but we also do have areas in the Destin and for Walton Beach area as well. There's the Golfarium, so let's not forget about that. Um, we have uh, the Golfarium is actually expanding. They are in the process of building a dolphin oasis that should be completed maybe around the springtime of 2023. Uh, but the main part of Golfarium, you can still see the same animals. You could see the penguins, sharks, um, dolphins. Uh, and there's also, uh, if you want to enjoy interactions, you can be able to do that too as well. But of course, the Golfarium isn't as big as SeaWorld. I uh, just want to let you know that there is a little spot for you to visit if you are on the Panhandle. Now, number seven, Space Coast. Now, the Kennedy Space Center, um, it opened up in 1962. Uh, so there are thousands of visitors each year that visit the Kennedy Space Center to check out the collection of rockets and other memorabilia. Um, it's very um, interesting to see the go to, the, the go -to um, NASA's launch center um, that manned its first space flight in 1968. Um, so that's a pretty awesome place to, to visit as well. Number eight, uh, well, it's orange juice. <laughs> uh, Florida is the largest producer of orange juice and grapefruit in the United States, but it's also the second largest producer of orange juice in the world uh, next to Brazil. Um, uh, Brazil would be number one um, and the largest producer of grapefruit in the world. Um, it's also a, a huge citrus industry that employs more than 76,000 people. Uh, that's a $9, million, $9 billion industry. So um, with Florida oranges, of course, you're going to have a huge supply of the orange juice as well. 
Number nine, there's NASCAR and the Daytona 500. So whether you're a race car fan or not, I'm sure you have at least heard of NASCAR and Daytona 500. Um, of course, it is located in Daytona. Um, it opened up in 1948. Um, that's when the racetrack, it had, um, it didn't, the racetrack itself, the Speedway, uh, wasn't completed until 1959, which is the same year where the first Daytona 500 ran. Um, but it's a huge fun uh, for uh, especially the kids that love to to little kids that like to see cars. Of course, that's a great start to get them kicked off and let them see the Daytona 500 race. Um, but that's a very huge thing out in the Daytona area of Florida. Last but not least, let's talk about wildlife in Florida. Of course, when you think of Florida, you're thinking about the beaches and the condos and the the bars, uh, but let's not forget about the wildlife out there as well. There's just plenty of wildlife outside of the zoo. Uh, we're talking about crocodiles, alligators, especially out in the Everglades. Um, there's dolphins, manatees, sharks, snakes, bears, deer, and half of these things you'll see in your own backyard. <laughs> so um, there's cute little residential neighborhoods that will come across the deer and their snakes or bears in, in their own yards. Not, not just the backyard, it'll be right there on the front out in the open, out in your driveway, hanging out. There's even a, a lot of people that encounter baby gators in their swimming pool, just going for a quick swim. Um, but if you do plan on coming to the, or relocating to the Florida area, just uh, get familiar with the neighborhood and you know, chat with neighbors, see if uh, wildlife is an issue out there. So if there are um, issues with bears, uh, then make sure you have your, your trash can and your children and your pets secured. <laughs> and uh, you know, some people uh, don't bother having a fence or maybe they, for whatever reason, can't have a fence up. Um, that's just obviously gonna leave your property open to the wildlife. So just be, be cautious, be very careful because um, they're out there. Uh, but again, it's wildlife. You uh, don't need to um, really be freaked out by it. There's, you know, and having their own, they have their own way of living and you just need to make sure you know what to do uh, handling certain animals, especially uh, with the bears. Just don't freak out because you're going to freak them out more. They're going to get defensive, especially if their cubs are around. They're going to want to protect their babies. Um, so just make sure you understand what you need to do if you do happen to encounter any of the wildlife. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email, because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.